one podcast. Mining the Magic the Gathering subreddits for salt. This is The Howling Salt Mine. It's The Howling Salt Mine. The Howling Salt Mine. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Howling Salt Mine podcast. The podcast where we delve into those salty, salty minds of the Magic the Gathering community, find the saltiest stories, those salty posts that we love to read, put them in our mind cart, and bring them up to share with you, our dear, dear prospectors at home. As always, I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined today by my two co-hosts, Mike and Tony. Say hey, guys. What up, what up, what up? What up? What is up? What's new with you guys? (laughs) (laughs) So getting married that's happening we have decided that one of the places where we wanted to save money was invitations right because uh-huh. like we're going to do the invitation thing we got a quote from something for like three thousand dollars i was like Whoa, this is insane what? like i was like this is a fucking Seriously? joke and like we provided the art <laughs> like literally was this of... like a sorry was this like a private company that prints or did you go to like one of the major websites or something this is back with my fucking b minus uh wedding planner who just uh, like this is the one contact she gave us right it's someone that she works with on other things and like dude, why didn't you text me i'm married i can, I, know. I, I know this i planned a <laughs> wedding <laughs> but like so so basically what i'll tell what, you right now weddingpaperdivas.com hashtag sponsored well I, <laughs> you, you tell me i can't do it but you do it. Uh, hashtag love we that. just um, we just had like a uh not an <laughs> argument but like you know a fake comedy argument about how tony and mike can't say hashtag sponsored and i fucking got you guys quite the funny. funniest part is i'm gonna edit it out of this episode so that <laughs> comment's not gonna even gonna make any sense <laughs> uh, but anyway so the, the real deal with that is we were like this is insane and yeah that's one of my crazy. fiance's mom's friends was like oh i do this i'll Wait, do it for one you of guys your for fiance's free. mom's friends okay okay yes okay yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. you you your fiance's mom has multiple friends not that you have multiple fiances with mom's friends correct okay. factual <laughs> or that your fiance has multiple moms that, that three could also be it that that could also be it. yeah true true but it is the first one we got to all right multiple fiances okay keep going all right fuck your face uh <laughs> and so so basically they're doing it for like free right the the only cost is like material and like our sanity because oh, no. what it sort of turned into is like they're just bad yeah yeah <laughs> and it's mostly the printing that's the problem like we got to like a design that looks really nice it's like a beautiful carbon done right but the first one we got we we're like oh yeah this is fucking sick this is awesome cool send it our way and then like the whole batch that she printed was like i don't know if that like when you're printing on a home printer because that's what this woman is doing it's like different than printing on a professional printer right yeah. like it could be low on ink in a category and not even say, right? Or it's like your brown's a little low. And so everything hey, is cyan. just off. Yeah. And so the invites themselves are just like not as they were expected to be. They're still nice. They're like good enough. But like we had printed like all of them, right? Or yeah. she printed all of them. And I'm like, now you're kind of caught in this like awkward place of like going back to them and being like, this looks like shit compared to what the original is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Or like, 
you know, just being like, whatever, it's free. Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna take it and do it. So that all was like fine. Okay, whatever. Like we also have like a little secondary card because there's like some restrictions for the wedding. Uh and so that's on restrictions. there. Restrictions. Like, hey, tell us all about that. No blue players? No, it's just that uh <laughs> we have we have that <laughs> We have people with like severe allergies, so it's kind of like mm. no perfumes, hairspray, like anything like mm. that. And we just are putting it on a separate card so that it's like very apparent. So you and, want like, my mullet to look limp and smell bad is basically what uh, you're telling me right yes, now. Yes. Yes. Wow. That is what I'm telling wow. you. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to be forced to ask you to leave, which That's I don't shocking. Do. Wow. Uh, if my mullet isn't isn't as hard as a rock and, and pointing straight out behind me with visible stink lines, I don't even know if I could be in the wedding, Tony. I feel like you're trying to get me to say just use cum and it'll be fine. But like, <laughs> Tony, oh my god, Tony! Not... No one was trying <laughs> to get you to so... say that. that is not a so single not... person alive was like, I know what that's suggesting. <laughs> what a leap! What a leap! Wow! Oh, right? wow. It was so immediate. Right I don't even know gutter. what you guys are talking about. That we is were not a leap. So far from the gutter, and anyway. Tony was like, "Oh wait, I actually found a shortcut. Here we go." <laughs> so we have, so we have the second card, right? And we look at all those, and it's like. I don't know if she was drunk when she was doing it or oh, what, but no. they're like crooked as fuck. And I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? Dude, that's the problem with getting shit done for free at a wedding. Like I caution people against having like friends be photographers and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Unless they have a business, but even then it can be awkward because it's, first of all, it's hard to bring criticism against someone who's doing something out of the kindness of their heart. Whereas exactly. if you have like a contract and like a transaction, you can be like, yo, this is bad and it needs to be changed. And they'll be like, sweet. It's my job to make it better. But for yeah, this person, for sure. they're like, yo, I'm doing you a favor. Like, you think my HP inkjet printer can handle all this shit? I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. I'm cutting so, this with my plastic left hand scissors, dude. I don't know how it's so off because it comes on pre cut fucking paper. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Did you just place it in there? She's like, overloading the, the printer, man. She's but not so bringing then, in those alignment. Barriers. The last piece is the envelopes now. Like she printed, like there's like so many things that are wrong with the envelopes. It's like it like got worse with each step somehow. Uh, it's like the oh, envelopes. God. It doesn't for the return address. It's on the back on the front flap of the envelope. You know it is like standard an an envelope. Like uh-huh. they they're very uniform. So if you print anything fucking crooked as fuck on there, like it's so painstakingly uh-huh. obvious, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll disregard the fact that she didn't include our names in the return address. It's just oh like God. an address. But you look at them and they're just like, they're fucking all over the place, dude. And she couldn't center it in the front of the envelope, like the people's address. And so it's just like lower, but like never oh. really center. And like some oh, of them no, are like dude. cocked. And we're, we're just like at a point where we're like, fuck it. Oh, <laughs> dude, like that sucks. Shipping them. It's like one of those things that Stephanie was like really excited about. Oh, That's that what I felt sucks. bad about. Like, cause that she really sucks. liked how they were looking and like her friend, like, again, like did this beautiful art for us. That's like of the barn and the building on the site. Oh, that's sweet. And we're just kind of <laughs> stuck. here not knowing what to say. Dude, know? like, could you shift and go to weddingpaperdivas.com hashtag sponsored? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to keep making uh, that joke should. the whole time. <laughs> Truthfully, I like I'm not sponsored, but that is a great website. We've we've used it for a bunch of shit and it's really, really awesome. Interesting. I think for our wedding, Caroline hand wrote 
all the envelopes. Mm. If I did that, people wouldn't have been able to read it. <laughs> well, Caroline was like doing like really nice handwriting, like calligraphy shit at yeah, the time. Yeah, for sure. As like a hobby. So she was like, I want to do this. I mean, you you were there, Tony. You got like the wooden slice with everybody's names on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and sure. she like hand wrote all those. So she was like yeah. into doing a lot of stuff by hand. But all like the cards that went in the envelopes, we got printed out at this website in bulk. And it was just fucking awesome. Like, like I don't know, 150 bucks. And we got yeah. all, all and they were perfectly done. And then the other thing that we did was we got a stamp. So you can get like a custom rubber stamp. And we got that with our name and our address on it. So for like putting the name on the envelope on the back, it was just stamping. We were just stamping it. Yeah. And I could do that. Ours is like, I mean, it looks nice now, but it like Stephanie also got this like, she got like a wax seal and like a vellum. So it's like, we did like, a bunch of stuff for it and it feels Ooh, like after you do all this other vellum, effort dude? to have it huh that vellum you got, you baby. got that vellum dude oh i got fuck that yeah. vellum baby well, fuck yeah dude what's vellum <laughs> you know when you get some of them they have that like plastic kind of see-through like shit oh yeah yeah it's like one of those it's like a cover almost right yeah and like, like we sheath. handed the wax uh Ooh. seal on all of them oh so so they're done and they're packaged well, so that's the last piece of this all. She got like about half. <laughs> so mm, now we're waiting wow. for the other. <laughs> wow. Wow. Maybe those will be higher quality. That's what we're hoping. Probably but, you know, not. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> we have, I think, all the envelopes, but not enough invitations. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fair. Oh, no, dude. Like we printed out, I think it was like the menus or something for our wedding on mm. our inkjet printer and it just fucking killed it like it literally killed the printer it yeah, never yeah, yeah. printed again after that the last two that came out were like so bad and it was just like i can't do this ever again that was my last yeah, print that's job. the kind of shit you got to sneak in and do at work or 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 don't because a home printer is not capable of like yeah. fucking doing that many it's definitely like work printer time like that that's whenever yeah. i print out like my D D stuff i like <laughs> I like go to work i'm like oh what's this like 100 page document i'm printing oh, entire player's <laughs> yeah. handbook <Huh>. yeah weird <laughs> <laughs> well how's everything else going tony with the planning uh i think it's good we're now i just got my suit i'm doing a custom Ooh. suit i think it's gonna be pretty sick sick uh nice. chaps are you are you gonna have chaps on this assless traps yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure what, what the about only the front way. frontless or just assless <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna hang dong in the ceremony tony the people want to know <laughs> I mean, is it a ceremony without that? Like, oh boy, it's truly not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> the vest is—I think the vest is some kind of silk. They did this thing where it's like I walked into this like shop because I like—I've never gotten a cut like a truly custom suit like mm. to my fucking body. But I was yeah. like, let's fucking do it. Why not? My my first requirement though was like I want something that I can wear elsewhere. That like obviously this is for my wedding, but I don't want mm-hmm. it to be like a super like wedding y kind of vibe like i want to wear this out to like other things like i have company functions that i do it to i wear it to other weddings that people i didn't invite to mine went to so they don't know that i'm wearing the same <laughs> fucking thing. that's, that's uh, wild this is what stephanie asked for when she was shopping for her wedding dress too 
Well, so she like was very <laughs> wedding like dress, a wedding dress. She can, can wear wedding dress. I can wear to other weddings. <laughs> she was very for it because she's like she's pretty against a lot of some of those things. Because yeah. she's like she's like I get this dress and like I'm literally never gonna fucking wear it again. Uh, yeah, and true. she is not like a sentimental value kind of person. So she's like she's like I'll probably fucking like sell it or throw it out when I'm done. Like what am I gonna do with it? Like, sell it yeah. or throw it out. <laughs> she was like I'm not gonna like keep it in a closet for like ever. Like why? What would I even do with it? That's tradition. She'll be man. like if I can't fit in it, then I'll just be sad like, yeah that's tradition you feel sad about it that's I just guess. that's the american dream right there <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah i was like if i can wear it like a couple times that like makes it more worth it uh mm. but like i feel like i've had plenty of suits where they just like are super boxy and like not very flattering on mm. me and so like totally. having something that's actually just made for me will just be better yeah, you have had a ton of suits like that. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah you. you've you've looked real like shit a lot. Yeah, you guys ass, suck yeah. ass. Finally, glad you're yeah. giving me a good one. Eat my ass in the words of Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say my name. Sorry, I said your last name. I think the quote is "Eat my whole ass." Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's "Eat my <laughs> asshole." Oh, yeah, or "Eat my entire ass." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Entire eat my entire ass. ass that is, is a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that Cheeks is and it. all, you got to eat it all. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh boy, I, uh, my wedding suit, I didn't do that. I wish I got something fitted. My biggest regret was that my pants were wrinkly and it was like Oof. such an easy thing to solve. It yeah. doesn't matter. But like when I look at the photos, I'm like, mm, a little wrinkly. Those pants are a little wrinkly, you know, a little wrinkly on the pants, but yeah. that suit, I did purchase it. It's like a nice tan suit. I purchased it with the intent that I could wear it to other weddings. And I did once, but it has like a little bit of luster in the fabric, like a little bit of shine. And it's just like just enough where I feel a little weird wearing it to mm-hmm. other people's weddings. Oh, mine is going to be flashy. a little bit of a statement piece. <laughs> well, when <laughs> you're hanging down, is do you know what hound's tooth is? Uh, I do know what hound's tooth is. I know. So like the vest is. is like this like silk hound's tooth thing. Ooh, and he nice pulled out this like fucking catalog of shit. I was astounded at the number of fabrics that mm-hmm. exist. And I saw like less than a one percent of what this <laughs> this fucking place had to offer to be honest but he was just like pulling all this shit out of nowhere and like all these books that had like a, a shit ton of them and eventually he pulled out one like fabric that was this like kind of rust color Ooh. that was just similar to it because i was going to do a green because like you guys mm-hmm. are in the green too i was going to do like a similar green and he just pulled out this rust one and i was like that's kind of sick. And like, it also fits with like the color scheme that we have and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I saw something that was in houndstooth in green and he was like, Oh, okay. Like I got you. And he started pulling out all this shit. And then he, there was like a fancy book he handed me. I was like, I bet this shit's fucking expensive, but like, <laughs> and it definitely was when he was got it down, labeled he's like, fancy book. Was that like, book. no, but it, it was like the, it was like a smaller book that had like larger, <laughs> like size piece prints uh, of stuff of, of like samples and everything mm. felt nice in it. So I was like, Hmm, this is a good, bad sign. It was like a pretty penny for sure, but uh, it'll be hashtag worth it. Hopefully. That's sick, man. <laughs> It's yeah. cool that you, you mentioned that because I'm also choosing to do a custom suit for your wedding. Oh, it's actually houndstooth burlap. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a little <laughs> rustic, a little rough. There might be some chafing on the dance floor, but I think it's going to look really nice. Nice. And you're definitely going to win the potato sack race. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can for just sure. Come as you are. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, there's going to be some potatoes rolling around in my Oh. <laughs> what does that mean? Why am, 
<laughs> what am huh. what am I saying? <laughs> you know what else might be rolling around in <laughs> no in your no. suit? <laughs> this can't be this can't be a couple it. of grains of salt. <laughs> this can't that can't be it. That can't be it, Mike. Uh, uh, well, too bad. <laughs> fucking, let's fucking get away from here and, and get and get into the actual howling salt mine proper the meat and potatoes we've been in the preamble atrium you know let's get into the the fucking foyer or whatever foyer yeah let's get in that foyer Mm. that foyer (laughs) that foyer let's get into it guys let's let's finally break away from the intro and talk about some salt am i right let's do it but sam what's Uh salt salt is oh uh, oh, it was good. You weren't even gonna give me any credit for sorry. Like, great, that's great, up. great question, Tony. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just missed my line, dude. I just missed my line, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, salt is frustration in the game. Pretty much anything that can get you a little bit frustrated in Magic: The Gathering is just a little grain of salt. Sometimes it's as small as maybe your commander gets removed. Maybe somebody just gets like that nut hand, and they crush the table a little bit too quickly and you know it's kind of frustrating you wanted more of a, a balanced battle maybe it's big salt maybe someone's hitting you with a Thassa's Oracle demonic consultation win and you thought it was a pre-con game maybe somebody's just totally outclassing you their deck is just you know it's the Yasharn to your aristocrats deck and you are just frustrated because it's a non-game for you salt can be a lot of different things salt can also be somebody at the table with a bad vibe a bad attitude, a bad smell at some LGSs, maybe. Mm. <laughs> and we talk about salt because really this is an educational podcast that I think I think we're realizing this more and more. <laughs> and we're just passing wisdom on and we want to learn about salt so we become less salty in our future games. Slay. Thank you. I will. And I am. <laughs> Well, let's fucking do it. Are you guys ready? Let's hit the first one here. Uh, So our first story comes to us from our Gmail. It's a Gmail submission, and it comes to us from our buddy, John. Thanks, John. And the post is titled, Salt That Matures Over Time. Mm. And the story goes, Hi, Howling Salt Mine. I've recently started listening to your podcast and have quickly become a big fan. I thoroughly enjoy your banter, storytelling, and analysis on my commute to work. It's awesome the way you balance chilled discussion with sharing knowledge and experience. Wow. And vile humor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> there, I was going to say, where's this Nussy or nutting joke? Like? <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Mike just references it, and then Tony's like, I'll just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a salty story and thought you might be interested because it's multi-layered. Ooh, mm. like Shrek. Shrek Onions. lovers at home get that. Yeah. Was that your, was that your Shrek, Tony? Say that again. No, I just said it weird. It wasn't me trying to be Shrek. <laughs> I don't know. I don't man. really. It was, it was like a weird cross of like Forrest Gump and Onion. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good, Forrest Gump, but you know, anyway. <laughs> I thought it was good. Thanks. I felt moderately salty at the time, but the experience becomes even more sodium infused when I look back on it with the benefit of hindsight. 
About five years ago, when I was new to EDH, I went along to an LGS for a Tuesday night magic session for the first time, paid entry, bringing along Hmm. my extremely suboptimal Edric Spymaster deck. No extra turns, fast mana, or counterspell cards. The main win con was Day of Dragons. I played one game with a friendly and accommodating pod who played lower-powered decks after quizzing me about my deck list and were patient as I frequently misunderstood rules. Unfortunately, the group had to leave after one game, so I joined the only other open table. The new pod consisted of an employee at the store, his friend, and a guy in his 60s who turned out to be visiting from another country. Wow. At the time, I found the second game strange and a bit frustrating because the store owner wanted to play two-headed giant with him and his friend versus myself and the older guy. There is no discussion of deckless or power levels, which my previous pod had told me was a core part of EDH setup. Accurate. While the older guy and myself had a good discussion in between turns, the store owner didn't really communicate with either of us. The game was over in less than half an hour, with the employee and his friend winning via an infinite combo. At the time, I attributed the negative experience to a misunderstanding, or maybe just a personal dislike of the 2v2 experience. Looking back, however, with the benefit of more knowledge about the format and meta, the salt levels increase markedly. This is because my teammate was playing Gyra Master Polymorphist, focused on novelty ETBs. He introduced it prior to the start of the game as the deck I play with my daughter to teach her the rules. Oh, that's sweet. The employee and his friend were playing Tassiger and Gitrog, both heavily optimized. I was targeted by the Tassiger trigger every turn, and when I asked what I was meant to do in response, their answer was, it doesn't really matter, just pick something at random. Oh, that's shitty. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you can treat your Winota triggers too whenever yeah. you want. Like just, just pick matter. something. It doesn't just matter. Just pick something. After the game, my teammate was extremely gracious and without any hint of bitterness or reproach, said that he was going to find another table because their decks turned his blood to water. <laughs> 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 that's amazing. The employee's response was, some people can't handle the heat, I guess. I can sort of understand when random assholes choose to spend their evening pub-stomping newbies, but what sort of store employee decides it's a good way to respond to new customers who paid for entry? The arrogant and condescending attitude of the employee still raises my heckles to this day. Looking forward to the next 100 podcasts. Thanks, John. Uh Wow. I don't know about you guys, but my heckles are certainly raised. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah. my, my heckles are up there. First of all, pay to, to play at all, like paid entry to a commander night when there's not even prizing. Maybe there was in this, but it's not really implied. Yeah, that's really rough. Like I get that stores have to make money. They often want to do, you know, something where people have to buy some snacks or something or, yep. you know, you're supposed to buy a pack or something. Um, I get that just providing free space isn't a super viable business strategy, but it is a bummer to force that on new players when people just want to kind of get a feel for the game. Yeah, I agree. I think it's also weird to have paid entry for an EDH night and then force somebody who's doing that into a two-headed giant game that they don't want to play. Right. Like maybe if I'm just dicking around at an LGS and I'm doing nothing, and someone wants to play two-headed giant, like maybe I'd be amenable to that. But if I've paid to play EDH, that's what I want to do, right? Right. Not two-headed giant EDH. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's because this player was new, but that type of thing where like two people come over and they're like, hey, it's me and my buddy, and we want to play you guys in two-headed giant EDH. It's like, that is, 
I feel like kind of a bad situation waiting to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like clearly they have some kind of plan and it, it certainly sounds like the plan was executed to true form. So yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This six-year-old dude sounds fucking dope as hell though. Yeah. He sounds great. My blood to water. Dude, I'm going to start saying that whenever Tony interacts with my board. (laughs) (laughs) Their decks turned my blood to water. (laughs) The other thing that this post talks about a little bit is like a store owner or at least employee kind of showing up guns blazing and kind of messing with newer players. And I feel like we've seen some stories about this. Like there's there's definitely this level of power trip that happens for some people when they own a store. But I also sometimes wonder if like people are trying to like sell cards, (laughs) like if they're trying to be like, Mm. you really got (laughs) to upgrade your deck, huh? Like you can't handle the heat. Maybe (laughs) you should go buy some more packs and try and open good cards to put in your deck. I always wonder because like, (laughs) That at least makes some sense to me while still being ridiculous, but yeah. uh, it's a bummer to see people just get up on a high horse. Yeah, that, that's like such a shitty business plan. That's just like walking around and like stabbing people with a knife and being like, you need knife proof clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yet <laughs> also maybe a viable business. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh man. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. There is this weird trend, though, like you said, Mike, with LGS owners or employees that sometimes, for whatever reason, have this like power trip thing going on. And it's certainly not every LGS owner. No, I wouldn't even say a majority. You know, we have friends that own LGSs and they're awesome. And most LGS owners go way out of their way to foster like great communities and shit like that. But there is this like chosen few that just. I don't know. It's just a weird thing where it's like maybe they were the kind of outsider and now they own the store and they're like want to be big king shit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just like a big power dynamic thing. Like, but it is just bad for your business. So it's like I feel yeah. like usually when something's hitting your wallet, like it's more of an incentive to have it mm-hmm. not be an unpleasant experience. They're just thinking about themselves not about the player. Like, that's the thing. It was yeah. like, they were there to have a good time for them. They didn't give a shit what kind of time like oh, yeah. these other people that happened upon had. So. And also to not even, like, help this new player through Tassiger activations, which I feel like well, when Tassiger gets Sam, activated. So, like... <laughs> yeah, right? It's just fucking, just fucking pick it, you loser. <laughs> I feel like with Tasker in- interactions, that is a moment in almost every game where I've ever seen Tasker played where the table is sort of like, yeah. okay, what's the best option here? And there's like a lot mm-hmm. of table talk to talk about it. Maybe yeah. with two-headed giant, you're not going to get that as much. It gets a little weird with two-headed giant. Yeah. But even then, I've all I've only ever seen the Tassiger player execute that fairly and be like, you should give this to me or like, don't give this to me or like, these are the options you want to have. Even in CDH, man, I feel like people are pretty kind about that shit. Yeah, and CDH, I think it is more of the fact that the other three players all kind of joint team up to make yeah. a decision on it, right? Like, we've had a lot of situations where it's like, okay, do you give the tasker player the mana rock because that'll let them activate again in the future? Mm-hmm. Or do you give them, like, the spell that you're worried about them having interaction for? So, should we read Tasker? Sure. It doesn't matter, so no. Fair point. I'm just saying. Oops. I'm on, I'm on autopilot. I just typed Scryfall into Scryfall. No cards are nice. named Scryfall. 
Just, just your problem you is you're on Scryfall. You should be on Google. You would have already had it by now. Tony, I'm trying to be a better man. <laughs> One podcast at a time. <laughs> I want Mike to think of me fondly again. <laughs> Sam, I always think of you fondly. <laughs> I think of you guys both fondly. Oh, thanks, man. You. Love you guys. I am lovable. <laughs> uh, Tasker the Golden Fang is a legendary creature human shaman. It's a four or five, and it costs five generic mana and one black. It has delve, so each card you exile from your graveyard while casting this pays for one generic mana. And then it has an activated ability, which is two colorless mana and two simic hybrid mana, so four mana total. Put the top two cards of your library into your graveyard, then return a non-land card of an opponent's choice from your graveyard to your hand. So typically, you know, you're like putting value into your yard and then picking somebody and they're like, oh, it's a time twister. It's a counter spell. I mean, we see this in CDH all the time, but you're like putting stuff back in your hand and it can be a really interesting card because it can be political too. like mm-hmm. if there is a win con on the stack, the tasker player can be like, quick, like, give me the fucking counter spell. Like, I'll counter that shit right now, you know? Yep. So I don't know. It's just weird to, for someone to like breeze over that. And not explain it because I think there's a lot of implications with how that ability resolves with yeah. like what it gives you back and how that like creates more tasker loops because you, whatever you get back, you cast it again. And now it's back in your yard and you can just get it back with tasker again, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. but it makes sense that they would be like, it doesn't matter because they don't want them to understand. Like yeah. they went into that game knowing that they didn't like understand. Right. They didn't want them to understand. They didn't want them to be able to compete. So they just like wanted to have a good time themselves, fucking circle jerking while they like did Tassiger Gitrog bullshit. So it's yeah, like, and like yeah. whispered I, to each other. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, <laughs> like dude, yeah. I'm fucking doing it right now. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you are me too, dude. <laughs> like, what uh, else are you gonna fucking do? So yeah, what do we think about the salt rating on this one? It it's high, man. It, it's like you said, Tony. These two people are going out of their way to be jerks like they are specifically making it an unpleasant gaming experience and for one of them to be an lgs store employee that's like such sacrilege to me i feel like an lgs employee needs to always be fostering a healthy store environment Mm -hmm. and i don't think that's like a crazy thing to to say uh i think most people who own lgs's or work at them would agree that that is like your goal yeah, it feels like the bottom floor of like what you should be trying to accomplish, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... <laughs> totally. And paid, like they fucking paid for the that shitty experience. Yeah, like, that sucks, man. Hopefully they got like a free soda or something, you know? They got a free can of ass whooping. <laughs> they did. <laughs> this is pretty high salt to me. Like paying for a bad experience is so garbage. That's, yeah. that's uh you like never want to do that yeah <laughs> right uh and and also paying for an experience and then getting a slightly different experience in double-headed giant that's kind of bogus and for it to follow up like a really great pod is kind of a bummer you know you get your expectations of like oh okay i paid a little bit like i'm playing this game it's great people are nice and explaining stuff and then like oh no no no, no. This is the floor. This is the this is the minimum that this experience can be. It's a it's a really brutal follow up. Yep, that sucks. All that sucks. How about another 
Let's do another one, guys. He, here's a crazy idea. <laughs> Let's do a second story. Am I right? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. This next one comes to us from Twitter. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Not dying, often uh, explored. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A yeah, dying the, breed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dying social media platform, Twitter. Oh, man. That bumps me out so much. Fucking Elon. Stupid idiot. Anywho. Hashtag sponsored. <laughs> uh, so this one comes to us from Twitter and this comes to us from Trapixium and Trapixium says oh do I have a story for you it was 2017 and I was playtesting an Athreos God of Passage build I had been working on in the 99 I slotted in one Soren Markov since I already ran Zulaport Cutthroat and Blood Artist it was designed as a sacrifice deck. My partner, best friend Maxie, and I set off for LGS and found a fourth for a pod. I cannot for the life of me remember his face or name, but during the game, I played the Soren and used his minus two to set his life total to 10. In response, he scooped, and what began I can only describe as abject frustration with the situation. He scooped up his decks and Matt, put them in his bag, all the while getting as close to shouting as he could, because if he shouted, he more than likely would have been thrown out and stated, it is such a shame players like you who take this game too seriously play casual formats like these. Shame on you. Don't ever ask me for another game ever. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he walked out of the store attempting to slam the door behind him. I never saw him again. Oof. <laughs> does that does that Soren ult or not ult, but like do that minus bring somebody's life total to ten when it hits the table, or do you need to like gain loyalty? Yeah, yeah it's not think, an ulti; it's just, just right a down tick. So gotcha. let, let me read Fucking Soren hilarious. So, so Soren Markov, <laughs> like we said from from Magic 2012 and Zendikar, looks like is a Planeswalker Soren. It costs three and three black. Starting loyalty is four. It has a plus two ability. Soren Markov deals two damage to target creature or player, and you gain two life. A minus three, target opponent's life total becomes 10, and a minus seven, you control target player during that player's next turn. Amazing. Yeah, what a good card. If I played this card and put any of you, anyone in, in our typical pod to 10, people would be flipping out. I mean, really oh, mad. <laughs> 100%. 100%. This is, it's a lot like Tree of Perdition, except it's faster, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. Tree of Perdition, at least there's this slow turn rotation. And that's of, 13, so that's manageable, you know, it's fine. Yeah. And there's there's yeah. no point to respond is the thing. Like the way priority works with Planeswalkers is you mm -hmm. cast the Planeswalker and then you can use one of their abilities and it goes on the stack and that's when priority gets passed. There's no like point, you know, unless you do some other shit. Get like deflecting swatted or something, but yeah, yeah, like you, yeah, you can mess with the ability once it's on the stack, but like usually it just hits. And even if someone right. wants to like pop Soren with a lightning bolt or something, like it's like, well, whatever, you're still going to be at 10. Yeah, this is an interesting one because I think that this effect is salty, like you said, Tony. If you did Absolutely. this to one of us, I'd be like, well, fuck you, I'm gonna fucking target you for the rest of the game, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't, I wouldn't scoop up my shit. <laughs> And I wouldn't be like slander their name. Shame on you. Actually, <laughs> How you dare you. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. You should feel How ashamed. How dare you play this format? 
<laughs> it's a real shame that people like you come to a casual format <laughs> with fucking CDH sword markup. Uh, I feel like I need that sword in uh in my new deck. Yeah, probably. It's, it's a funny card because it's definitely kind of broken in the format you know we've talked about like cards that aren't designed for commander this is like deeply in there right where you know normally this reads opponent loses half their life like that's kind of the worst case but in this it's way worse than that but at the same time this is such like six mana it's this big chunky spell it doesn't do that much once you've done that like it can ping for two damage a turn uh, but you've already like bottomed it out basically by using its down tick. <laughs> so it's like, it's really not that scary or crazy of a card. It just has this one really potent effect, which is like totally the kind of card that people want to be running in commander. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, that's the thing when it, when it specifically was calling out, like how dare you play this and, and be in this format, <laughs> I felt called out. <laughs> Because I was like, I'd love to run this. Yeah, yeah. you said that a bunch since we started this. this <laughs> I think you said that like two or three times. <laughs> this is one of the cards specifically that uh, as some of my my friends from my hometown were getting back into magic recently. Uh, one of them got this used against them and was like, that's fucking ridiculous. I'm attacking you every turn, uh, every, every game that I know you're playing this deck. <laughs> I, I think that specifically... You know, lots of times we kind of joke about and sometimes more seriously talk about like the extra text on a card, like the social text on a card. I don't think we've ever like put a name to it, but but for some cards, there's a social text on it. And this card says target opponent's life total becomes 10. Go to that opponent for the rest of the game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like you are not not even goad because they have to attack you. It's not goad. It's like that opponent is attacking you for the rest of the game. Yeah, you're just forcing them to attack you for the rest of the game. Like like that kind of shit, when you think about it in those terms, it's not really worth it to cast those spells. You know what I mean? Like, yes, Soren is really cool. Yes, that's a wicked powerful effect to shave, you know, potentially 30 life off of someone. Or potentially if a like 30,000 life off of somebody. Yeah, like it could be crazy, you know? But at the same time, you are making an enemy for the rest of the game you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's why you have to run it with wound reflection <laughs> yeah. or with so, a deck where you just like are like getting in unblockable and probably yeah, can dealing just 10 damage. In like one <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> bad news guys there is a borderless version but it's only foil so i'm probably not gonna get it oh, as a result God. good <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think it is something that, like, if you can finish someone off really quickly afterwards, that makes sense. But I don't know. Like, the, the effects like this, I try not to play them because it is so tilting. Yeah. It's not that I think the effect is unfair, but the social repercussions in a game of four where you single out one person and you're like, fuck you, I'm going to bring you to, like, the brink of death, but I can't actually kill you. They're just going to be like, sick. I know, like, my game plan is set. I know what I need to do now. And it's fuck with your shit. Yeah. There is this interesting element of this story where you have two other friends. So there's three of you and you're sitting down to play a game of commander and guess who gets hit with the Soren activation. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely, you know, so like I can totally give, you know, a bit of, of grace to this player that got really upset by this because if you're already feeling like, okay, I got asked to join this group of three, like, 
I'm kind of already the odd man out. And then you sit down one of the first, not necessarily first things, but an early thing that happens to you is you get completely chunked by like a targeted effect like this. (laughs) That would be like why I kind of get the point of like, don't ask me to play with you if you're just going to do that right away. You know, (laughs) it's so funny because I feel like I feel like if the three of us were to sit down with a random person, we would be targeting each other with that. Effect. Oh, 100%. Like, oh, 100%. There's no chance that the random person would get yeah. hit by that. Like we, yeah. it is not in any of our blood to be like, Hey, how about, how about us friends team up on the odd man out? Not that that's what's happening in the story, no. but, but just to like extrapolate that out, like the three of us would never, I would a hundred percent shoot everything at Tony way before I thought of anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I think the interesting thing with this type of effect too, is like, especially when you're playing amongst friends, there's also this interesting dynamic where like the other two aren't really incentivized to remove the player because now they're solely going to focus on you. Right. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I feel like we've done things like this where sometimes like the person does get taken out like quickly, but sometimes they're just left and it's, it's like, like we were already touching to, but it's like so much worse for you because it's like the other two people basically got a free, like <laughs> yeah. a free, a freebie. Like, like yeah, the yeah. rest of the game, they're no longer going to be touched. <laughs> the other two get to just like laugh about it and are like, so happy you did it. Like they're definitely like egging the person on the whole way. Like, right. Uh, I love when these kinds of effects happen. <laughs> I hate when they happen to me. Like, obviously, I'm real salty when they happen to me. But I, I just think they're... Th- like, this, to me, is almost what Commander is about. Totally. <laughs> like, this kind <laughs> of stuff. Yeah. It's it's this really, like, game-warping effect. And I feel like yes. that's the thing. Like, some people show up to play Commander looking for weird, big, warping effects to happen. And then some people are showing up expecting this more back and forth, even kind of game of yeah. margins. And this is so far from that. This is definitely firmly in that big warping camp. It is interesting because I think that if this player who scooped in anger stuck through that game, they may find that like natural balance, like what Tony was just talking about. Not only is that player who got Sorend going to be like laser focused on OP here. But also the other two players probably aren't going to consider them an enemy. And also that person is probably in last now. You know what I mean? Like sometimes mm. the person who has the lowest HP just kind of gets a pass because it's like, well, I don't want to knock that person out just yet. Or like they've already been messed with a bunch. Now, like, you know, the people who don't have 10 life are much scarier and I need to push my value onto them. It doesn't make sense for me to knock someone out. So I, I do think that, like you guys are saying, this kind of splashy effect in a game of EDH does, there is some amount of like natural leveling to the process where it's going to balance itself out a little bit with like the table dynamics. I, I wish this player stuck it out. I mean, I, I, I get being salty at this. I think it's a salty effect. But at the same time, like raging like that and, and, and shaming someone is <laughs> just like that line, man. That line just gets me where they're like, shame on you. <laughs> if if someone ever scoops from a game with me and they're just like, shame on you. Like, oh, my God, that cuts me deep, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do we think about the salt rating here? It's high. I think it's like just shy over a half shaker for me. 
I, I think the salt is warranted to some extent. I think it's just a little bit too far beyond where it should have been. And, you know, this person was definitely like bristling with anger and rage, but just with what they said, where they were like, shame on you. And just like, I don't know, it's just like the, <laughs> like a disappointed parent, like scolding a child or something that is just so funny to me with how they reacted. It, it yeah. would have been way saltier if they were just like, fuck you and go to hell. But they were like, <laughs> shame on you. And don't ever ask me for another game. <laughs> I feel like I I understand their salt. They went a little overboard. I definitely would have been salty, but I also like doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I think they went too far. They did they they, they tasted too much. They just <laughs> they went a little far, but you know. Yeah, I agree. I, this is the kind of shit we all want. So yeah. <laughs> you're talking to you're not talking to this one person, you're talking to like 60% of people that play the format when you say like how dare you bring this type of thing to like <laughs> EDH like this is what a lot of people want yeah I agree this is this is the food fight where someone got the first like big rotten tomato slapped at them and they were like you know what this has gone too far <laughs> and then they walk out because like this was clearly a game between three friends all on the same page and someone on a very different page and uh they pieced out because of it so that's, that's pretty high salt well shall we round this bad bitch out how about one more tale from the vault here you know what, guys what a novel idea we don't <laughs> usually do four stories but every once in a while we do I mean, three stories. Fuck. Shit. My <laughs> joke. I was like, what the fuck? I was fuck? like, Sam blacked out and think we did an extra story. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I ate too well, much I was ice more cream. like, am sir? I an idiot? Sir? Did we do three already? <laughs> sir, are, you okay? <laughs> are you okay, sir? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's dip into Patreon for this one, guys. Yeah, let's dip in there. Let's fucking dip our toesies in. Am I right? Just the tip. Tony, come on. Did you have to do that? <laughs> do you mean your wiener, dude? <sighs> Talk about your your peep? No, the tip of my toe. No. It's all better now. <laughs> See? Perfect recovery. Perfect recovery. Just get your mind out of the fucking gutter, Sam. That's your fault. <laughs> all right. This next one comes to us from Patreon and comes to us from our buddy Mox Peridot. What's up, Mox? It's a peridot or peridot? Um, wow, you just blew my fucking brain. I think it's peridot. <laughs> <laughs> That's not all. Wait till I get there later. You know? God damn it, dude. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Are you talking about toes We're again, Tony? We're in public. <laughs> I mean, some people might be, but. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am just, yeah, I'm like fucking asking for this. Like, I'm getting what I deserve. <laughs> Uh, so this story is titled New LGS, New Sodium. Mm. And the story goes, For the first time in a few months, I managed to get a play group together at a new store. I sat down to play with a few friends and a few randoms. One of the two randoms claimed to be a judge, and based on his knowledge level of certain things, I wouldn't dispute it. Ooh. But we managed to play two games. I went into it salty because they were five-person games, and I was just playtesting mm. some builds. Selesnia Pelucranos. Game one, I managed to somehow get mana screwed in green. The judge, in quotes, mind you, 
That's in fucking quotes, everybody. <laughs> Damn. Called out. Oh, shit. That means they consider them potentially not a judge. We'll see. The judge was playing mono white life game. Other random brought a simic value engine to the table and dominated up to the point he attempted to win on another person's turn and didn't keep track of his supposed infinite mana draw deck that resulted in only 18 mana and 14 cards drawn when he had proclaimed he wins and I asked him to play it out. Oh my God. He lost in the player's turn. He interrupted, ended up winning game two. I played Kibo, the little cute banana monkey early on. A friend asked me to not attack them. One of two targets and the other being the Simic value engine boy, the judge interjected and started saying he didn't allow table deals. So I elected to attack the Simic value engine with Kibo and cast Declare Dominance to wipe the Simic value players board of a mana rock, their commander, and two other small creatures. Dominance declared. Yeah. <laughs> the game went on for a while with the judge taking back a few plays, one being the reanimating of Sarah Ascendant, only to remember he was sub 30 life while it was the next player's turn in which he swapped it with his pearl medallion. I explained that was sort of rude, to just one turn later decide that he can't do that, and it was valid to assume he was trying to get back to 30. It's a classic case of someone claiming to be a judge outright, trying to create rules, no table deals, while shirking them for themselves. Needless mm -hmm. to say, I won't be offering to play with the judge and his friends ever again, but man, I was starting to feel the salt with the takebacks and telling people they can't politic. Yeah, politics is part of the game. I can't say it enough. Politics is part of it. Yeah. Can you say it one more time? Yeah, politics is part of the game. You gotcha. know what, guys? Politics is part of it. No table deals. Sure? Fuck it. You know what? No, don't talk to each other. Sit in silence. <laughs> don't talk to each other. And I'm a fucking judge too, actually. Yeah, and I'm a yeah, I'm a level seventeen judge. So yeah. <laughs> now I. <laughs> Do you see my powdered white wig? I'm a fucking judge. <laughs> <laughs> this gavel tells me that you have to obey my rulings, actually. You so. know what's under this robe? Me undies. Hashtag nothing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say nothing. Because <laughs> then I would have believed you that you were a judge. Why? Why, Tony? Experience. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh. What is what's happening? This is absolute horse shit. Yep. To to say, oh, I don't allow politics. It's like you're not the fucking police of the table, dude. Also, it's like cool. Then then I won't make any deals with you. You can miss out on all this sweet sweet politics I'm about to do. I'm gonna make fucking deals with the other people. Like unless you're physically muzzling me, you can't stop me from making <laughs> politics. Which seems odd. To yeah. Me. Which like... there probably are actually rules against that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they should know because they're a judge. Even like when people are trying to hash out the specifics of a deal, and someone is like, oh, "Come on, just like play it out." It's like yeah, yeah. There becomes a gray area somewhere there, but even then, like. People are entitled to try and talk it out. You know, at some point, game actions have to start being taken, right? So if it's gone yep. 15 minutes and two people are arguing over which one of them should take the four commander damage that's about to get dished out, like at that point, don't worry about it. Just take take an action, move the game along. Mm -hmm. But you, you can't restrict people from talking if they want to talk. 
Yeah, I mean, you kind of joked about it, Mike, but like, what does this person expect that they're all going to sit in silence at the table and like not talk and just play the game? I don't know. It just makes no sense at all. Like that isn't what EDH is. It's specifically a social game. Even in CDH competitively at tournaments, there's still table talk to assess threats, talk about like where removal should go. Talk about how to interact with win cons. Like that is just part of the format. If you even don't deals. expect that to be there, like yeah, even deals, even deals happen in CDH. I think that's like part of what I have always liked about in board games. I don't really like to play games that are every man for themselves, as a turn of phrase. Like I like things that are like a collaborative, like we're we're all trying to win and do the same thing. It's almost like a co-op game. And like EDH feels like that in a lot of ways because there's this open aspect of mm-hmm. like, we can talk about it. Like I'll just lay my, my cards out. Well, not literally, but I'll like, I'll open lay hands. my strategy out of like <laughs> what I'm like trying to do. Does that like make sense in this scenario with what's going on the board? Like I can just flat out ask like you that Sam, I can just like say that in like yeah. a scenario and it's like very normal. And you can't ask Mike that, which is why you specified that. And I'm, I'm glad you why did. Can't, why can't Cause, you ask Cause me Mike that? will get like really mad when you try to talk about that shit, but I'm really accepting. Well, yeah. I like talking to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to be friends to talk. Judge, judge. Oh my God. Judge? He's talking oh, to us judge. again. <laughs> judge. Judge. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's just it's just so weird to me. To me, it seems like kind of similar to our other story that this is somebody like a little bit on a power trip. Mm-hmm. Like if you sit down with somebody and they're like, hi, I'm a judge. I'd be like, I don't fucking care, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like what yeah. a weird thing to to introduce yourself as like, hey, uh, can't wait to play this game. Also, I'm a judge, actually. If you were like, now I'm a moderator of a Marath Discord, oh, yeah, no, that's that'd be a, a little bit story. different. Well, like, I mean, yeah, like, whoa, I, I gotta take this guy serious. Like, yeah. holy shit. I'm glad you said it, Tony, because I agree. Yeah. It yeah. is different. Him and the four people in there, like, they really know what's up. So <laughs> people in that Discord, people in that Discord <laughs> listen to the show, which I think is great. <laughs> Even if someone is a judge, Hey, I'm a judge is, is not the way you don't need to introduce yourself that way. Just yeah. be knowledgeable about the rules. Just and be tell people what's going. Just, yeah. Be judicious. Yeah. Carry yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's the word. Be, be judgmental. <laughs> be judgmental. <laughs> Just carry yourself like a judge. Again, powdered wig, robe, yep. gavel, naked underneath. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just like fucking... George Washington wanted when he made America Ooh. back in the day. When he, well, when he birthed that. America. Yeah, when he created <laughs> America. <laughs> what uh, what do we think about the salt rating? Are we done talking about it already? Damn, Tony. What else to say? Like, <laughs> do you have anything more insightful? There's the take back. <laughs> yeah, I there's do. the take the, back. The, yeah. the take back is interesting because he's a judge. It's fine. I'm curious what reanimation spell was bringing back Saris and Ann Perlman down. Probably one of those like new return artifact or creature CMC three or less or something. I think it's Sun Titan. Um, Classic big boy. Sun Titan will do it. Yep. Sun Titan will do it. But that's one of those things where I would maybe be okay with it. Like not usually, not usually, but like if the thing has come back and not done anything on the board yet and like not been relevant, I might be like, meh, 
whatever. I don't care. Sure. Yeah. Swap it out. Especially depending on what the, the atmosphere is. Like if people are, you know, doing that, if there's a lot of chat, even if someone's like, people can be kind of ditzy for a second and make a mistake like that. As long as it doesn't have a huge impact, I'm sometimes down to be okay with that. But mm-hmm. if someone's already tried to like hold some kind of stringent standard for the game, which they kind of did by yep. being like, no politics. It's like, you've immediately lost your right then to be like, but let's be okay with this being a little fuzzy. <laughs> but can I have a little grace here? <laughs> like rules rules for thee, but not for me is is pretty BS. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And also, I think there's a way to ask for that type of take back that generally is gonna like get most people to be cool with it. Like, like I wonder about like the tone behind this, you know, because there's a difference between being like, oh, uh, I'm just going to swap these two. I meant to do this other thing. And being like, hey, are you guys cool that I swapped this? Like nothing's really happened yet, but I'm, I'm seeing that this card is actually better for my board state now that I look at yeah. it. And the funny thing is in either of those cases, you can just do it because if someone says no, you say, well, well, fuck you. And then you just do it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually a judge. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm actually a judge and the rules say I can do whatever the fuck I want. Cause, yeah, you, you know, just spin your gavel menacingly and you say, you still want to hold those cards with unbroken fingers? You say it's hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony, what do you think about the salt rating on this? Whoa. Nice one, Mike. Um, you bitch. It's <laughs> Mike, you got a promotion, dude. <laughs> well, that's fucking bullshit. Whoa, uh, Tony, Mike's uh... a judge. How dare you talk to him like <laughs> yeah, that? Dude. How dare you? Contempt. I'm holding you in contempt of court, yeah. dude. <laughs> you guys are fucking bullshit. Whoa. Oh my god. Wow. Again. Bailiff. Decorum. Bailiff, please. <laughs> please escort him out. Uh... Bailiff. I feel like I see the title now. Like the title has to say judge with an exclamation point. It can't just say judge. Oh, quotation yeah. marks. Quotation marks. Uh yeah, judge with quotes. quotation marks. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely high. This falls into the category of like, nobody likes being told what to do, what they can or can't do right in like life. Generally speaking, it's like fucking riots and sort of a shit like that. And so I would be, don't tell me how I feel. I that was like, don't riot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you fucking feel? <laughs> Tony unprepared. We're discovering. <laughs> Yeah, this is high salt for me. I think whenever somebody starts to take over a game, whether it's like their personality or they're like pushing rules out on the table and it's just kind of not the vibe, it's unpleasant. That's high salt, man. Like read the room, you know, like we're just trying to have a fun game. And for you to be like, oh, I don't allow that. Actually, it's like, I don't give a shit what you allow, dude. This is a four player (laughs) game. I don't fucking care. You attack me, I'll be like, eh, actually, I don't allow uh, you to attack me, so pick another target. Like, what is this weird yeah. game you're playing? It's unfortunate because he probably gets away with it a bunch. Like, not everybody's going to be a strong enough personality mm-hmm. with, like, a rando to be like, nah, bro, like, Absolutely. I'm going to politic and I'm going to do the yeah. thing. Like, they'll just be like, oogie. Well, I mean, that's, like, kind of the big unspoken thing here is, like, it's hard to rock the boat. You know, especially with strangers, like behind the microphone, it's fun to joke around and stuff. But in real life, I am more often to not get into a situation of conflict with people when I think I like whatever, I'll just ride it out. You know what I mean? If someone actually said this to me at an LGS, I think I might just laugh and like continue to do the politics stuff and just not take it seriously. I think it kind of depends on like their tone and if they were like mean about it or like what the real vibe was is hard to read from just a story. Mm -hmm. People 
just generally speaking, especially nerds and magic players don't want to get into those conflicting situations. And when someone does start to overstretch a little bit, it's weird. And you choose to not say something. And then that makes you like resentful of what's going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the real salt here is like all the other games that have happened with this person kind of getting away with this, you know, like that's, that's kind of sad. And I also, overall, I'm, I'm a huge stickler for rules. Like we've known that not a judge wouldn't claim to be a judge. But the mechanical rules of things are really important, I find, when playing the game. It just is what allows you to continue playing things smoothly. Whereas the the kind of like social rules of it are a lot more relaxed. And and this is even where like things like swapping the recursion, those aren't the things that would make me salty in this story. It's really the attitude and and the yeah. attempted control of the game through like pretending to be a judge and trying to manipulate the politics and stuff like that that that's really the part that gets my salt going and like maybe this person truly is a judge but honestly if they are it's kind of being similar to a lgs employee like as a judge it is your job to foster good play environments Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and if you're doing this kind of shit like you're clearly not doing that like that's not your your priority it's like a power trip kind of thing there's a higher standard. There's a higher standard for it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, is it that time of the week? I I think it might be that time of the week, Tony. Ooh, baby, lay it on me. What time is it? It's the time of the week that comes every week. Ooh, yeah. Give me more. It's the time of the week <laughs> where we say, Mike, what's the salty card of the week? Shit. What's the salty card of the week? The salty card of the week this week is you don't know me, but I'm your prospector. I was born here in this salt man. Beautiful. Thanks. I don't know the song. Touch you <laughs> fucking know that song by Michael McDonald, dude. Wow. No. Is his card album art as good as that other one? There's no chance. We don't even have to inquire. There's just absolutely no chance. Yeah, there's no chance. Keep Kenny's name (laughs) (laughs) out of your motherfucking mouth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, The salty card of the week this week is choke. Choke? Choke. I don't like the sound of it. I feel like I can envision what and it does. And yet, Tony, and yet, it is two and a green for an enchantment. Islands don't untap during their controller's <laughs> untap steps. Oh, yes. <laughs> 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 oh. So, Tony, how does oh, this one make baby. you feel? How can how can this even be on the salty card list? Like this is a what was it again? Two this, mana, two and a green. Okay, two and a green. green. Yeah weird this is just pure bliss pure joy mm. sam immediately was asking because he's like should i be running this in morale <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> um but should he yeah i mean anything that says fuck you blue i'm just gonna like <laughs> uh, that's blue exactly actually isn't says. on the card anywhere it uh doesn't reference the color so yeah uh, yeah 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 for sure for sure I feel like the card art is just like a big middle finger and like somebody holding up islands like crying. 
Kinda. It's a bunch of like vines crawling out of a pond. Okay, so like nothing <laughs> what Tony said. Interesting. Yeah, no, it sounds like, basically the close, same. Actually, pretty close. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. See, Mike and I are on the same page. Yeah. Same way. You go fuck yourself real quick, and then uh, one of them cool. definitely looks kind of middle fingery for sure. <laughs> right, well, now I have to look at it. <laughs> okay, well, I'll let you choose which of those you think looks middle fingery because it may None. have not been a specific. <laughs> I do like that it's white bordered though. That's pretty. Yeah, hot. it is white bordered. Mm. That's probably where all the salt comes from, honestly. Oh my god, this got an Amon Ket in vacation. Like, what a fucking weird card. Wait, it did? I love that. Yeah, yeah it has an Amon Ket in vacation. I have to look it up too. Tony's cheating and looking up the salt score. Don't cheat, Tony. Tony, stop. I am not. Oh, I'm not a cheater. Uh, are you going to ask me what I think? Yeah, what do you know. think? We don't do you care. Think, Sam? It's only $20. I should buy it. <laughs> it's 69 cents. Oh, the invocation. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, invocation. the invocation. I think this is, uh, this card wouldn't make me salty because I think this card fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what a, what a bad and narrow effect. Who's running this in anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make me People salty at all. People with flood counters. Yeah, like that. That's what I was thinking. Uh, what what is that thing that gives out flood counters? There's a few, but ironically, they're all in blue. So the the color that probably most makes use of this is some kind of simic pile that's turning other people's. Oh, that would be that would be kind of interesting. <laughs> turning other people's lands into islands. Quick aside, I just want you guys to know that when I click in Scryfall and it automatically uh, it automatically populates some like terms some search terms the terms are salt ass shit fart mic and gas <laughs> when did i search for those why did i search for those i don't know you, you searched them all because you were trying to do a scryfall whack where you yeah. get like eat the ass meat and yeah. stuff and you're like let me try all the dirty words i could think of <laughs> that's exactly it but mike was one of them yeah my, apparently mike was one of them <laughs> oh so good yeah but nice. i think this card sucks uh what do you think about it mike I think it's cool. Like I already talked a little bit about the synergy that I think is possible for it. Like you can turn other people's stuff into islands. It's kind of funny. Was that Quicksilver Fountain? There's a there's a lot. Um, there's a lot. Oh, it is Quicksilver Fountain. Chaboy. Uh, Quicksilver Fountain. You can put flood counters on lands on non islands during each player's upkeep, and it just becomes an island. And then at the end of the turn, if all lands in play are islands, you remove all the flood counters from them. There's also like stream bed aquatects that doesn't totally work for this um, because there's no round of priority before untap. But like there there are some different things that allow you to to make islands, particularly like there's a lot of merfolk um, that are, do yeah. becomes an island. Yeah. So you can like you do enchantments to make things islands and then you get your like island walk and stuff. Right. Um, Tori from Scrybabies was playing a, a merfolk deck last weekend, a couple weekends ago. You might call it Flood Moon. Um, Ooh, Mike. <laughs> Another promotion, Mike. You're doing great. <laughs> Tony, uh, could you pick it up? Could you pick it up? Uh, <laughs> what? Tony, you said, like, come two minutes into the episode. Where does it? So. What is the sit of the list, Mike? the sit of the list? Let's move on. That is a great question. Why don't you guys take some guesses? Where do you think this falls on the list of salty cards? Hmm. 78. Tony. Tony. I was honestly going to go before Tony that time. 
Uh, Tony, you're doing 78. I'm gonna I'm gonna risk Sam's it. I'm not fast enough. I'm gonna risk it and probably lose my crown. I'm gonna say 80. Sam's got it again, boys. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this one comes in at 97. Yeah. yeah. Never an original guess from Sam in his life. Well, hey, I keep winning though. <laughs> you ever consider yep. that <laughs> yep he got you again yeah we're we're rounding out some of the the ends of the list here and i think i think that kind of shows like yeah this is definitely more corner case more like yeah. narrowly salt inducing but you could also see how if this turned your deck off if you were playing mono blue this would really 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 suck so yeah it's-, it's interesting because it like hits the it like passes the the smell test for a salty card like it fucks with land and mm-hmm. it's something that stops untapping which like you know winter orb is like one of the yeah. top three yeah but it's so specific that it just lands so far down the list because yeah. like who's playing it and then who's coming up against it and like you said it's like that perfect storm someone has to be playing it and you're playing mono blue or you know is it or something like like some kind of blue dual color and that's probably the situation where you get the salt, but for the most part, it's like it's just not not really gonna be a viable card, you know? Yeah. You need to be running it into a meta of like you're the poor bastard not running blue, and then all of your so called friends are just like on mono blue decks. And you're just like, you know <laughs> yeah. what? I'm gonna run choke. <laughs> yeah, if someone put choke in our like OG cdh pod where all of us were just playing either mono blue or like blue and one other color like we would all just be fucked <laughs> yeah if goto was green red and i could run it then i would have crushed you guys <laughs> you you know who the green red goto is tony hans <laughs> is it really? no, no it's not, not there, there no. is a there is a hans cdh deck though <laughs> no. there is a yes there is a Hans CDH deck. Because of like worldly tutor type stuff. Yeah, it's super fucking weird, but there is a huh. Hans CDH deck. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Weird. Well, that wraps it up for the Salty Card of the Week. Well, thanks, Mike. That was a lovely Salty Card of the Week. And thank you. And thank you. Oh, sorry. Wow. That's so Demotion. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was trying to help. <laughs> were you were you really trying to help me, Tony? Or no, were you I wasn't. Teasing I won't me? lie. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to our listeners for tuning into another episode of the Howling Salt Mine podcast. If you want more Howling Salt Mine, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Howling Salt Mine. We have monthly shows, our extra salt show. We also have the stray grains, which are our short form episodes all the little tangents that get cut from the show. We're definitely going to have a bunch from this episode because the beginning was really weird and rocky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can look forward to those. <laughs> and yeah, and we also have a great Discord. It's just an awesome time. If you want to come in at the Discord level, that's awesome. Come hang out with us, play with us at our monthly game nights, or if you want to come in at the higher level, support us a little bit more and check out some of that extra content that we have brewing for you. Um, also, I should mention this. I don't think I have. But regardless of which tier you join, there is extra content at both tiers. We had a one-year anniversary episode where we listened to the first episode of Howling Salt Mine and provided commentary over it, and everyone gets access to that, and it's very funny. We had a ton of fun doing that one. Also, if you have a salty story and you want to have it featured on a future episode, 
send it to us and we'll drop it in our salty, salty queue of stories. Uh, you can send that to us at our Gmail, thehowlingsaltman at gmail.com. You can DM that to us on any of our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, all of that stuff is in the show notes. Uh, so just get in touch with us and send us your salt. We love to hear about it. Also, if you want to support us in a different way, we have a bonfire store. You can get Howling Salt Mine t-shirts. We've got a few designs up there. Blue's a trash color for trash people. We've got the logo. We've got the borderless logo, which is really nice and sexy. Oh, I can't believe I said that. Um... <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> Ooh. Also, if you haven't yet, please give us a five-star review in your favorite podcast app of choice. I know a lot of channels say that. A lot of people on YouTube say it. A lot of podcasts say it, but it really does help. It helps a small creators find a larger audience. It makes us a little bit more visible in the larger algorithm. And then people can find us in the wild. You know, when they're listening to another magic show and they look for things that are similar to that, the algorithm will connect us and people can find our stuff that way. So that's just a really great way of spreading the good word of the salt mine. Also, if you got people at your LGS that you think might enjoy this stuff, hit them up, like t tell them about us, tell them about the show, uh, tell your play group about it. You know, we're always trying to bring more people into the mind and that kind of stuff doesn't have a monetary value. It's very easy to do. And it really just helps spread the good word and, and helps our little show grow. Lastly, we got a shout out our amazing podcast artist, JD Burnett for doing our beautiful podcast art. If you're ever in Asheville, North Carolina, hit him up and get a tattoo from him. He's a really awesome dude. 10,000 subscribers are bust. Thank you, Tony. Slay it. <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody. And as always stay salty and don't forget to draw an additional card during your draw step. <laughs> Am I doing it too? No, no. <laughs> and my... when you moved away, it cost it to like be like, oh, we don't want any of that, and oh, just cut. Oh. That was just my turkey call. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That was pretty. That's pretty decent. That was decent. <laughs> uh, no, I've just had a couple beers. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i was so spicy during that preamble but you yelled at me yeah when i yelled at you for your hashtag sponsored joke hashtag sponsored <laughs> you're gonna not be able to stop and understand no <laughs> <laughs> no i just i shut the door because louise was in here i saw uh, her walk out she was very cute yeah she's the cutest she was like meow, meow, meow. that's how she be with that exact sound effect. <laughs> it's actually more like the SpongeBob, like squish, 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 like walk sound effect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's how she'd be. Onions.